tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. There's a big conversation about the gender pay gap and why are so many women underpaid. It's a question that we've been engaging uh, since the world marked the World Equal Pay Day. But let's have this conversation because uh, it's, it's very important, especially when we are facing an economic crisis. This then becomes even accentuated and then it's, it now becomes an issue that you need to address head on. Let's spend some time looking at that, shall we? Now, the data... It's pretty startling. It tells its own story. And we've been looking at that since the statistical service put it up. And this is a number that many got many talking. Because women in Ghana are paid 34.2% less than men. It's just a startling reality of where we are. And this is where they do the same jobs. In other words, another woman in my position, as far as the case of the law of averages is concerned, will be paid 34.2% 34.2% less than I'm paid. That's just as a reality. Of course, in every situation, there'll be outliers. But this is a general story of most women and men doing the same jobs across the country. Why is it a big deal? It is a big deal because when we come to what the law says, it tells you that there is discrimination at all levels. And this is a clear uh, violation of the rules and the laws, the labor laws that, that govern this particular country. And, 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 and by the way, Ghana is 
not the only country doing this. It's, it's not in isolation because you have the world where you have 20%. The gap there is 20% in terms of the less pay between men and women. And so this is the global picture, 20%. And then if you look at the Ghana-specific situation, which we talked about. Sebastian Gorka here. I'm living a very blessed life as an intelligence analyst, a national talk show host and author, and I have an amazing family. But like many of us, aches and pains start to interfere with living my best life, even just walking the dog. But I found Relief Factor three years ago, a 100% drug-free solution for aches and pains, and now I'm pain-free and I have my life back. I take Relief Factor every day. Relief Factor can help your body fight the inflammation that causes joint and muscle pain and other aches and pains that come with everyday life. Treat yourself to feeling better, move more, live more, and just enjoy your life more with Relief Factor. Join me and more than half a million other Americans. Get started today with your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. Almost 70% of those who order go on to use it more. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. Here comes pumpkin. And here comes you into a Dunkin', living your wildest pumpkin spice dreams. Because Dunkin's Pumpkin Spice Signature Latte is here. Rich espresso, flavors of pumpkin spice, and a whipped cream topper hit with caramel drizzle and cinnamon sugar is ready for sipping. Order the Pumpkin Spice Signature Latte today. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Ready. It is 34.2%. Way above the global average on this question. But it is a reason why we have seen agitations uh, in parts of the world, in the Western world in particular, not so much in this part of the world. But we've seen this protest, the agitation uh, from women's groups and women professionals who are demanding that they are paid equally, equal pay for doing the same work. Footballers, for example, have come in for strong notice. We had, for example, the United States football team and other football teams protesting because they believe that the, the men, the men uh, are being paid far more. Meanwhile, they're all playing football on the same pitch and kicking the same uh, round plastic object on grass. So they should be paid at least equally. But what about the question of equity? Where does that come in here in this conversation? Because globally, there's a problem. Ghana, of course, is telling the story that we are really above the global average. And so maybe the more is more pronounced in this country than in many other parts. Now, another very important point to look at is now how does this then reflect in a scenario where you earn, say, 5,000 CDs, right? So this is a scenario we created based on the statistics and the percentage you see up here, 34.2%. So if you're working with the statistics, for a man who earns 5,000 CDs, for doing the same job in that same position, the woman will earn 3,294 CDs. Why? What is accounting for this difference? Because you're all doing the same job. And in many cases, the women do a far better job than the men. So why is this that the man is earning 5,000, the woman is earning 3,290 for doing the same thing? Why? The difference is 1,710. And that is significant in an economy like this where our incomes have been eating by inflation. We begin to see, and women really carry a bulk of the burden. They are most often not taking care of the children at home in many communities across the country. And so 
this poverty situation then leaves women heavy reliance on men and then that perpetuates this visual cycle of build dominance and feminism and etc and then that's what the, the the gender advocates have been pushing and making an argument for it to be dealt with that tells a picture and then the story is very very clear looking at, at this particular issue here but then you look at other factors that also play in to this gap this difference that we see so for people who have tertiary certificate among people with tertiary certificate the gap is 12.7 percent and you begin to see a certain interesting trend for when there's no education the gap is wider way wider we're talking about some 54 percent there so the less education you have is what the picture is saying to you but even more alarming is that no education is at least better than basic education in terms of the gap why is that that's a very interesting point and this is ghana specific by the way no education is better than basic education they are both bad in comparison to tertiary education this shouldn't even exist at all you want to reduce it to zero which is what the campaign is about but if you look at it Closely, if you're holding base among people who are holding basic education certificate, the gap is 60.1. That is huge, and this then plays out when you look at the types of jobs. So, in the public sector, that's where the wage difference, the pay difference, is smaller. So, what is it that the public sector is doing that, say, the private formal sector isn't doing? Because there you have the gap at 29.9 percent. What can we learn from here? What is the public sector doing that has closed the gap between men and women to 10.5%? We are talking about a national average of 34.2%. Clearly, the private sector needs to learn here because there is a subject of discrimination will come to. But then it's even more pronounced in the private informal, where you have 58.7% disparity. And we're talking about private informal, like the shops where you go in your local community, some of you bring in the... Uh, shops that you attend and buy your stuff in the grocery shops where you know the owners will employ somebody for example and pay them if they in that shop that you 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 like to visit in your neighborhood if they employ a man and they employ a woman in that shop there are two people there a man and a woman chances are according to this the man that you meet in that shop will be paid the gap there the difference between what he will earn and the, and the, and the lady in that shop will be 58 percent that is unacceptable by all standards you want to move it to here right in other places people protest uh, because the data is telling a story they protest with their feet where there's gender and there's no inclusivity and equal pay well customers will protest with their feet and with their purchases they would come in and say well we're not going to buy from this particular shop because there the discrimination the gap is wider it's a, it's a form of protest we're not seeing that here in this part of the world we'll explore that and then there are age factors as well because what you begin to see is that the older you get the bigger the the, the gap i mean the disparity isn't as huge as when you compare to say the the various sectors but there it is 15 to 35 percent you're talking about a gap of 30.7 percent and then you go to 36.60 Years, I talk about 33.4 percent. So that gap there, yes, is is there's a difference there. The older you grow, but it's not as, as bad as we've seen before. But the key question to look at is, 
in, in terms of bridging this gap, what is, the, what is the global picture? We learn that it will take the world 131 years to bridge this gender gap, right? And in terms of rankings, Ghana is at 45% out of 146 countries. But the most startling revelation from the global picture is just the number of years it will take to break the gap. Many of us will be alive to see that day, if that day ever comes. 131 years. That tells you how bad the problem is, how bad this is um, across the world. And then you look at our score, not so good, but we're doing far better than many countries. If you're, if you're 45%, we're on 45% out of the 100, uh, you know, uh, 146 countries, 45th out of 146 uh, countries. Um, uh, yeah, this is 46 countries there. Now, if you come to the Labour Act, that tells its own story. And for me, this is a more important one because it's written in law that every worker shall receive equal pay for equal work without the, the, the distinction of any kind. But there is a distinction here. Does it amount to discrimination? Knowingly or knowingly? And if the law says it, how do we enforce it? You're having that conversation with my guest next. Stay with me. There are days when you think, Whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Oh yes, because on global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order, we deliver. Ah! Crazy bar. Don't stop it me. Whiskey. Wash it. All of a sudden, the voice, I hear different. And when you try a call. Uh, Bama, bring me the honey whiskey. You know the one? Black Rock Whiskey. Honey whiskey. Shale, honey near their frow. Black Rock Whiskey is strong. Now so taste me is smooth. And it goes down easy. Uh, excuse me. Bama. <laughs> Bama, bring my friend one Black Rock Whiskey. Black Rock Whiskey. Blended with natural honey flavor. Hey, what's up? Bama. Black Rock Whiskey, Tabby, the feel is smooth, Nasno. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. The daddy, daddy, oh, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. 
Sintex gives you the biggest warranty. Seven years. No matter your water needs, Sintex is the answer. Sintex Tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? About one third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger and Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the commission urgently needs funding. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-1613. 233 Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 0302-919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh. Give. To save a life today, Ghana AIDS Commission, partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world with
Vegas moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of EcoBank. Download EcoBank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. And thanks for staying with us here on uh, PMS. So it's a conversation that I'm pretty sure you're all curious about. Why, in God's name, are we paying women far less, 34.2% uh, less than we pay men? When you're doing the same job, okay, let, we'll get into that um, pretty shortly with my guests. But remember that PMS is always brought to you by Syntax Tanks. It is good. It is strong. It is tough. Uh, it's also brought to you by Lobo Bitters. Experience greatness in every moment. Ghana AIDS Commission as well. And I strongly recommend Syntex Tank to you because no matter your water needs, Syntex Tank has it all. Uh, Syntex Tank is first to introduce the double-layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank is first to introduce the white inner layer tanks in Ghana. Uh, we now introduce you to the customer specs order, which lets you order any color and size of preference. Syntex Tank gives you the longest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you in Ghana. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. We have agents nationwide. Call us on 244-335-168 or shop online at SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tanks, A are strong, A are tough. Guests with me uh, in the studio uh, today is Antonio Drew uh, Intra. He's a labor economist. He's a statistician with the Ghana Statistical Service as well. Uh, thank you very much, Anthony, for joining us on PMS Fresh. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're also joined by uh, Professor Georgina Odru, who is the director of the Center for Gender Research and Advocacy at the UCC. And I'm delighted that she can join us because you can never have this conversation when there's women on the wrong side of the pay uh, equation and not have a woman in this conversation. So I'm delighted that she can definitely join us. Doc, I'm grateful uh, that you can have, uh, we, can, we can hear your thoughts on this very important subject. Also joining me, Senor Ajabing. He is a, he's a labor analyst, and this is me in the studio. Hello. Hi. Great to have you. Uh, we'll be joined uh, shortly by Alex Frimpon. He is a chief executive officer of the Ghana Employers Association. They employ, and so why in God's name are they paying uh, women so poorly in comparison to the men? Uh, we'll ask him that question uh, when he joins us. And I want to start with Professor Georgian Odro, as the director of the Center for Gender Research and Advocacy. And... and and you are into research, but you are also a woman. So I want to start there. I want to tap into that, that experience. I've, and, and before I even go into the data and what a research is, et cetera, in your own line of work, in your profession as a professor, is this something that you can relate to? Hello, and good evening from Cape Coast University. I hope my voice is loud enough and my audience can hear me. Yes. I also want to make a correction. I'm the former director. I just handed over last month, so I've ceased being oh, okay. the director. <laughs> but I'm happy to still say. And I'm a professor with the Department of Sociology and Anthropology, so I'm still okay. at the university. Okay. So you mentioned that, well, in terms of research and also from my own experience, yes. this is a very interesting but also relevant um, topic and we know that the 18th of September annual is used to observe this globally and it is very true. 
But then, like you introduced in your statistics, I was really enjoying the statistics. The issue is that there is gender pay gap or gender wage gap, whatever you may want to call it, and then which shows the difference between earnings of women as against men. But when you take the picture in totality, it is better to approach it from the formal and then the informal sector. Mm -hmm. So if we look at the informal sector statistics, definitely... Women are the majority within the informal sector, and there are so many gendered reasons why women are so. Uh, when it comes to it, because your data showed the role of education, for example, the fact that those who have had no education at all have, and then those with basic education, and education is a very, very important factor when it comes to the gender wage gap. And the data also shows that with tertiary education, comparatively, the gap is closed compared to the basic and then also the so the reason why education becomes important first has to do with something we know, something known as gendered subject within the school system. So per our socialization we at the home, proud to entering the school, women often perform the domestic chores. So the tendency for parents to groom their daughters to pick courses which will allow them time for family life is one such factor. So for example, parents may encourage their daughters to read courses that will take them into teaching or courses that will take them into nursing so that they'll have more time for their family. And when that happens, it means that time spent on the on the job is less. And also these are not um, higher paying jobs. Mm. When it comes to them, yes, that, that is one of the key factors because in teaching, that is one factor. When it comes to, I mean, so I, I'm, this, I'm curious. I mean, pardon my my interruption, but in teaching, I mean, you are a professor, and I was curious to ask <laughs> at the beginning. Uh, exactly, yeah. I'm curious to ask at the beginning. I mean, whether you personally, whether you relate to what we are talking um, about. Yes. So I'm coming to that point. In terms of relations with the public sector, as you rightly said, if I'm a professor and my male colleague is also a professor, definitely the salary is the same. Is the same flat rate. Okay. But there are other factors that allows my male partner to earn more than I would. And some of these factors have to do with research, for example, because like you mentioned, I, I was the head of that center, which is a research center. And then as a professor, you need to research and publish to gain your professorship. And this is where the difference comes up, because women will have to commit more time to the home. We juggle between the gender roles, the care roles, the mother role, the marriage. You also show the statistics where the age between 15 to 35 years versus yeah. 36 to 60 years differ. And the reason for that, I'll come back to my experience, but the reason for that is that normally around that 30, mid-30s, people may be making families. Mm. And when you are making families, it means that you need more time for your family life, but from 15 to 35, they may be single, they may have time for their work and other things, so it improves upon their earning. With the experience, as I said initially, in terms of the public sector, if it's your professor, it is flat, it's same, same, same. But the difference come about through the extra work that men tend to have time to do, that women wouldn't have that much time to do. 
And mm. as I said, this search is what gives us extra income. Lecturing, all these titles, all the uh, sleepless nights, all the stress, our salary is peanuts. And sometimes when people even hear it, they marvel. And if you compare salary to sometimes students even outside, like $1,000 equivalent, which is really <laughs> grossly disrespectful, if you don't mind. So you make the extra money through research. But to what extent can I commit enough time for research compared to my male Mm. And, 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 and you raise a very important point, and I'll come to the statistical service rep with us. Anthony, um, are these the reasons, and of course you were just guarding the data, but in there, did you try to nuance it a bit more to sort of tease out some of these reasons? These are profound reasons. Thank you, Ivan. Um, let me thank you for the opportunity to be here. Let me also seize the uh, moment to thank um, the management and staff of Ghana Statistical Service, and in particular the government statistician, Professor Samuel Kovnainim, whom I admire so much. And um, usually, you know, he would have been here, yeah. but he's asked that I represent him, so I'm actually representing him. And then the entire service, um, I, I really admire him whenever he appears here on the screen. So I'm happy for his um, excellent leadership at the Ghana Statistical Service. Having said that, so I want to say that I think Professor has broken said, it down, broken it down yeah. and probably touched on exactly what the data is pointing out to. Uh, it's very, very interesting. So, yes, um, talking about the factors that I uh, accounted for this um, gap that we are, we are seeing, so I'll touch on three factors, which she's even yeah, touched on. So the first has to do with what we call the occupational segregation. And it's very important because under that, women continue to be underrepresented. I mean, when it comes to um, traditionally male-dominated jobs. And so like she rightly pointed, um, even when a woman has same qualification as that of um, a man, and even better, they consistently receive low pay because of, I mean, the segregation. Um, I, would, I would relate it to the data. So the data is actually pointing it out. You know, once you are talking about employed population, then you obviously have to talk about the occupation and then the industry. The occupation, that's the classification by, I mean, the, 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 the UN, what we call the ISCO, International Standard Classification of Occupations, and then the International Standard of Industrial Classification, the ISIC. And clearly, these two, so the first one I'm talking about being the um, occupational segregation, you, we saw in the data, you know, there are major groups. So we have managers, professionals, technicians, and associates. And if you look at the data, clearly you see those in the managerial group, you see the skewness. I mean, female being 4.8%, and then males 95%. So clearly, you see the segregation there. If you take it further down, those are the professional group. We have 40%, you know, representing the um, female population as opposed to 60% of males. And even if you go further, technicians and associates, 53, I think it's 47. So clearly you see the segregation there. And, I mean, if you take one example, um, like um, a professor said that women well, or parents would not even encourage their children to take up jobs that wouldn't, you know, even um, um, if you like courses that we didn't let them get enough time even in their school going age. That is also very true because, I mean, it's only in recent times that the promotion of the STEM, I mean, um, encouraging 
I mean, girls to take up science courses. Um, it was, I was, I was, I was, I was. It was interesting for me to hear my brother telling me yesterday. I mean, when he saw me, I mean, in this discussion that whilst in tech, I mean, really at these engineering courses, they 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 had only one female. Yeah, you know, traditionally, the, the scientists are not so attracted. That is, that is that, that's actually one of the main reasons. Then. Um, I talk about the second factor, if you like, what we call the polarization of gender by industries. Again, Professor... What does that mean? That. So what that means is that, I mean, society perceives certain um, jobs, apart from the jobs, even the industry. So, for example, the teaching, the nursing that um, um, she spoke about. I mean, I think interestingly that if you hear that a male is actually a nurse... But, but, that, but that's that, is that a reason? Because I, from the research, isn't that a case then that even among nurses, mm. if there's a male and a female nurse, the assumption is, based on the data, that, if, that on the average the male nurse may be any more than a female nurse? No, no, not, necessarily. not necessarily. Not necessarily, because actually this gap is not between a man and a woman with the same observable characteristics doing the same way. I mean, it is the average weight levels. So, If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Cross sectors, so it is. It's not actually between a man and a woman, but I, I, I will delve that into. But it's a gender pay gap. Yes. So the gender pay gap, it is not that. So like I said, is the average. So you find women in certain, um, um, if you like, um, class or occupation who earn higher. That then, exactly. Of course, but that, those those would be outliers, right? That, that won't be the the norm. Yes, but so that's why then you, you need it. The assumption is that generally women, men earn more than men. No, so, 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 so again, we go back to the data. So then if you go to the informal sector, you get it, in the informal sector, you may not have women earning as higher as those, if you like, in the, um, the public sector or in the, those who hold managerial positions. So... Is the average that we are looking at here. I think that's the confusion that people are getting. That so when you say, what? so it's good to break this down. So when you say um, in Ghana, mm. women and 30, 34.2% less than men, what does that mean? Okay, so basically what it means is that, so let's say women are supposed to be, um, both men and women are supposed to be paid equally. So let's use 5,000, assuming, yeah, there's an assumption that, Men and, men and women are supposed to pay equally, so let's use 5,000. What it means is that women are paid 3,200. Yeah, isn't that the, the, the challenge we're, we're talking about? So the, man, the woman will be paid, is, for, is it for doing the same task? No, 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 not necessarily. 
not necessarily okay. doing the same tax because the tax are different. Yeah. They will do different tax. I mean, different sectors and then different occupations. So it's not necessarily the same tax. So that's why I'm saying that. Let's take. Um, but but the, the question I have is, and, and I guess this is the uh, everyday person's question to ask. So if we are paid 34.2% less than men, but we are not doing the same thing, of course, then that, there's a justification there, is it not? Because if, 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 I am a, if, I am a, um, if I'm a broadcast journalist and you are a, a pilot, whether you are male or female, the pilot will earn more than a, more than a broadcast journalist. So, 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 so let, let, let's get this right. So again, this 34.2%, like I said, it is not for a single person. It, it's not the, the, the averages. The averages. Yeah. But so, and it cuts across the different tasks. So it's not... So regardless of what you do, on the average, so, women earn 34.2% less than men. Exactly. Regardless because, of what you do. Because this is coming from the different tax. When you are using the occupation... So your tax, so for example, somebody in the informal sector, let's say um, a salesperson, so a self-employed person, mm. employed a sales girl to be going around for me, I don't the month I pay that person. You know, she, she, the sales girl is performing a different task than a pilot, a female pilot, if you like, yeah. whose tax is different from this sales girl. At the end of the day, it's the different tax being performed by these different categories of, if you like, persons being engaged in economic activity. Yeah, I mean, well, that's I, what we have. I mean, I mean like, that, but that's, that's what I want to probe a bit more. Because if that's what he, it is, then what's, what's the issue? Well, I, I'll come to you. I know, I know you have it, but, but, but what's, the, what's the issue? I think that the first confusion comes when you see the headline and it uses the word gender. Exactly. So once you, you see the word gender, then people want to immediately associate it with some form of discrimination. And it is easy to conclude that when you compare a male and a female in the same work environment, doing the same work jobs, tasks, with the same qualifications and experience, then the, the man ends more. Yeah, and, and, and that, is, that is really where, across the country, the problem has been. And we've seen the protests. That's why I raised. So yes. footballers... Uh, female footballers were protesting that they are male counters by yes. anymore. So that, that's what resonated with people. But yes. But, but not necessarily what... But you, yes, exactly. But you see, this is not the only data that proves that across averages, there is a gap. But the gap is explained away using certain peculiar factors in the workplace that are akin to the male and the female. And that is some of the factors that the um, professor was trying to, to, to raise. And that is the same that he's, he's raising. Let me give you one typical example. For example, between the genders, one party has a more affinity for risk, for example. So it would take riskier jobs than the other. Meanwhile, the riskier jobs pay more. So if you have a number of females and you take that particular risky environment and you take the females, the females will be less. So in totality, averages, the male will earn more than the female. So I return to my question. Yes. So what, what is the problem with that? My, and I ask that question because for what you just said, that example, let's use that example. The, the riskier the job, the more it pays. And the assumption of what you're saying is that men will be more attracted to the riskier job than women. Yes. Yeah, so they, of course they deserve to, be, to earn more than yes. the women. So the reason why we have to discuss 
this particular issue is that in the formal sector where there's more structure, you do not have these problems. But where in the informal sector, you know, the informal informal sector proper, mm. where discretion for employers increases as to what they would pay, you sometimes find, in a minimal situation, find certain discriminatory um, decisions taken against women. So for me, I am conservative in approaching gender pay gap discussions because the reason is the discrimination may occur where it, it, it is made possible. For example, in, in an informal sector where um, enforcement of the, the laws are not really big and, and employers have the right or have the, can decide what they pay then they may discriminate. Mm. So we need to discuss. But really, the figures always explain away the gap, which normally minimally lies on discrimination rather than the natural issues of the differences between male and female in the workplace. Uh, Anthony. Yes, so thank you, yes. But I, I still want to stress on the point that, so it is, again, I think that is the, the, the issue. It is not between um, men and women in a, a particular, if you like, economic activity job, like the football. Okay, it's, it's not that an is, issue of men and women doing the same job but earning exactly, different pay. Exactly, because it's not the same. So what we are saying, there's not, this gap is not between a man and a woman with the same observable characteristics. Okay. In this case, if they are footballers, yeah. doing the same work. Okay. That is not it. That is not it. Because, so explain, if it's not that, yeah, again, so, what is it? So what it means is that we are, and and this, this indicator is computed from paid employment and uh, the status of employment. There are different categories. One of the categories is the paid employment. That is those who receive wage or salary yeah, when they perform any um, kind of economic activity. So what we are saying is that different activities are performed by these um, um, if you like characters. So it is these different activities that are performed by these characters and what they earn. Yeah. So I, I think I understand what you're saying. That, of course, you perform different activities. Mm. Some activities are more, are more I guess, um, and as you said, the example that Prof, Prof gave, for example, so you, a profession like nursing, you mentioned that too, right. is associated, rightly or wrongly, with women. Yeah, However, it is not as well-paying compared to some other tasks. So you're saying that in, in that analysis... Then you have a situation where the men will be paid far more than the men because the women have been pushed into a certain profession which doesn't pay as much. Yes. For whatever reason, either for what the prof says, you have to go and give birth and you have to take all the family, and so you rather, rather want to go into teaching than go into engineering, yes. right? And so then you are going to be earning less. But the question about then what is the problem then with that? <laughs> because is it, the, the assumption had been that you, the discrimination question had been that somehow employers, whether in the informal or informal sector, were discriminating against women in this case. But now you explain it's not really that at all. It's not about gender, men and women matter. So, so, so yes, yeah, so then, so the nursing example as you give, so this nurse is performing a certain activity, different from what the engineer... Well, is performing, of course. Exactly. And, and therefore... And the, 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 the weight is different depending on the activity that they perform. So if some, an engineer, a female engineer, <clears throat> based on her activities, let's say received 4,000 Ghana cities, 
somebody in an informal sector, like the earlier example I gave, a sales girl finds herself in an informal sector, yet receives, if you like, 1,000 cities. So that is different from the 4,000. Then other characters also performing different activities. At the end of the day, when you strike the average, then you get this gap. So okay. that's what I'm saying. This gap cannot be attributed to a specific, you know, if you like, sector between a man and a woman. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work out that way. Okay, I want, to bring in, I want to bring in the Employers Association, uh, Alex from Pond. Mr. from Pond, thanks for staying on. I, I wonder what the Employers Association make of this, because really in the, in the, in the private formal sector, in fact, it, both, in the private sector, private formal sector, the gap is there. But of course, it's... Uh, and I'll come to the public sector um, scenario, because they have narrowed that gap to 10.5%. What is it that they're doing? that the others aren't doing. Um, the Ghana Employers Association, why is there this huge gap in the pay that you'd, you'd give and the rewards that you give to, to employees if you're considering that, if you're considering the gender question? Hello, Alexander Paul. Okay, um, I don't... We don't seem to have him. Uh, let's see if we can get him uh, back uh, so we can uh, put that question to him. Uh, but I, I want to I go back to Prof. Uh, Prof. Juno Drew, director of, the former director of the Center for Gender Research and Advocacy. Uh, and, and that subject we just delved into. And I want to ask you that same question. If, if it's about doing different things, as you've explained, uh, a woman wants to go into nursing, where is the problem? Because the argument is, if you're doing something else... I would want to. So let me cite the case of the UK, for example, because when it comes to formalization of work, it started during the Industrial Revolution in, the, um, in Europe. And then gradually, because work used to be within the informal sector in all societies, and then the factory system and industrialization, work moved to the formal sector. So when it did, actually in the UK, because DS is very much hourly based, so for example, you are a cleaner for one hour, and then the rates may be five pounds. So they interested, it's very high schooled in the UK. So they may have the rates like this. Men can have six pounds an hour. Women can have 5.8 pounds an hour. And children can have from 16 years and above, they're allowed to work. They can have 5.5 pounds an hour. And the reason for this, they argued, is because women's income were seen as secondary or supportive. If you look at the gender of men as the breadwinners or as the provider, so they assume that men are the main breadwinners who are going to provide for the family. And then the woman's income is a, an additional income. So they have that rate, which is very clear. And when you come to the Ghanaian scenario and with the jobs like the public sector we are talking about, if I'm a lecturer, my colleague is a lecturer, we are all senior lecturers or associate professor, the rate is... Same, same, same. That is true. But it's the additional opportunity for income where the difference comes in. Because here, the tendency for me to have less time for this additional work because of my family rule is very high. But the men can have more time do overtime, even with the nursing example that he gave, men can do if there is opportunities for overtime, men can stay on and do overtime, but the woman because of the family care and other things to go. So with the gender wage gap, it is the lump sum. When we look at all the average of women's income compared to 
the men income men normally earn higher because they are into like you said more precarious work they do more risky job which is more pain when they go to the mining sector how many women are there when you come to stem and interestingly now at the university of cape coast where we have medical students it's almost like 50 percent with the students enrollment the male female ratio so we're very happy that oh stem is doing well women are getting into this area because men used to be the doctors and women were the nurses but now they are like almost at par 49 50% or 49 51% male female but they told us uh, hold on when it comes to the general medicine does it but when it comes to climbing up into the professional rank into the consultancies into the surgeons the specialists then the gender difference comes up again more men are able to go into these areas and through that they earn more yeah, so and, and, and I get a sense that to deal with that problem then you, mm. you have to deal with the societal, uh, I guess, architecture, yes. the society's architecture mm. that allows yeah. women or discourages women from climbing up mm. the ladder. This glass ceiling exactly. that is placed... Exactly. Or, or, the concept uh, of that, the glass that, that, is, that is how you, I guess, fundamentally can, can deal with this gap. Yeah, and that's why there has been an improvement in terms of the gap. Like, there, there has been a narrowing... Uh, effect compared to how it used to be, and as, as you said, in 130 whatever years, yeah, yeah, it take 131 now, years to bridge this gap. <laughs> well, we will not be alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but, please, please, please stay with me. I want to, I want to quickly bring in Alex Frimpong. He's the CEO of the Ghana Employers Association. <laughs> Mr. Frimpong, do you feel responsible for this gap? I mean, as as as, as employers, for example. I mean, is it is it a if you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Problem with the way employers approach pay. Well, um, thank you, Ivan. Um, I, 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 don't, I, I don't think so. I don't think so in the sense that um, for the former sector, when an employer needs um, an employee to do a piece of work, the issue is who can do the job and at what rate is the person going to get paid for that job. So the issue of gender disparity in pay more or less does not apply in the private sector. And I can say so for many public sector jobs. There's no discrimination in terms of um, pay for uh, men and women. In, in, in many organizations. Mm. Of course, there are historical rules that um, 
are now being challenged because women are entering deeply into these roles and performing even better. So these ones um, primarily may not be uh, quite prevalent now than maybe yesterday. If you go to places like um, Anglo Group, where I'm very familiar with, now you have women dominating the engineering field, civil, mechanical, electronic, electrical, and the, 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 the record shows that they are performing far, 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 far better um, in areas which uh, previously were purely um, new dominated fields. If you go to places like Nestle, they have um, an all-female um, section that the record shows that they are always on target, safety records very, very high, and all that. So gradually, we are beginning to witness a situation where the women are doing far, far, far better in traditionally. But, but if that's the case, the question then becomes, are you paying them Reflecting, sure. reflecting the value that you've just been been describing. Yes, because for these women, they are qualified, they are competent, they are knowledgeable, they are team players, and they are earning similar to what men in those in in, in these roles earn. And, and I like I like, I like the use of the word similar. And that, that, is a, that can be a very interesting way of actually escaping the reality. That the question is, are you paying them the same if they're doing the work and doing it well and also qualified? Equal pay for work of equal value, it does not discriminate against men or women. Mm. Where, the, um, where the worker is delivering, it doesn't matter whether it's a man or a woman. The price of the job does not discriminate. Hmm. I mean, how do you deal with this problem, though? Well, the, as you said um, in the beginning, then what really is the problem? Yeah. There, there, there seems really not to be a problem, but sometimes um, the headlines are over-sensationalized, and therefore it looks like there's a problem. But I will not shy away from saying that there is always some element of discrimination as a factor in some of the sectors, and especially in the very informal sector where the employer has more discretion to decide what they will pay. And that would be a direct violation of the labor law. Exactly. And so those violations are not uncommon. You will, they, are, they may be rare or they may be common. You find it very much in the informal sector where sometimes the labor law is breached. But it is not a factor that is a headline factor that explains the gap difference. And so how we deal with this is to know that these things, there's a gap. That gap can be explained away. But there are certain factors that would still be um, a negativity and would adversely affect the female. And those have to be looked at and policy developed and also practice developed to overcome can policy, can policy really address the challenge you're talking about? Considering what Prof talked about, how he diagnosed, how she diagnosed a problem. If it is about society fundamentally dictating what the woman does and stereotyping their roles, as in do nursing, as in raise a family, and so 
take a job that will put less pressure on you. And, and even as a very educated woman, she'll think like that. If that is the real problem, how do you do that? So how do you deal? Stere- how, how does policy fix so, that problem? So de-stereotype. So get policy to drive um, a movement where women would go into more of the riskier jobs, more of the higher paying jobs, and also to encourage women to take higher positions where the pay is higher. Mm. Now, this policy can deal with, so that like we are seeing in, um, for example, HR, the area of HR, women are dominating HR now. Um, Prof just said that in the medical field, the women are almost at par. We have the nursing field, women are dominating, but of course, men are, are, are also entering there. So in those areas, in engineering, in all of those other areas where it is known to be, look, in the mining sector, women are now driving trucks. Those huge trucks you, you find. Women are now driving it. We see women driving buses these days. So you, you possibly so, have to be deliberate in crafting policies that encourages, say, the girl child into science, it, into maths, into, into math. those areas that yes. traditionally has been dominated by, the, by, the, by, but by now boys. Drive it beyond education for them to go into those professions. So take it beyond education. Yes. And also, you, you can incentivize companies. Perfect. To say, for example, that the more women you employ in, say, a traditionally male-dominated environment, you probably get an incentive. You have an incentive, a tax intensive, whatever incentive it is. Okay. So policy can drive this. I, I wonder, Anthony, as you delve into the numbers, did you get any suggestions as to what people's thoughts are on how they believe this could be addressed, this gap can be closed? Yes. So, so thank you, Evans. I thought I was going to mention... I mean, ways by which um, the gap can be addressed, I mean, during at the later stage of the um, conversation, but maybe I should talk about But I wanted to talk a little about... In the latter stage. The latter no, stage. yeah. <laughs> In the latter, all right, so... so yeah, but you said you wanted to ex- expand yes, on the point. Yes, expand on the point. The, the fact that the variations in the gap uh, with respect to the public sector... Are, yeah, yeah, and that is important, yes, yes. So the 10 point, and I think Prof has um, really brought it out, you can see that it's minimal, and she's mentioned that some of the attributes that is going further, especially in the lecturing field, you know, what the man is able to do. So that's what we call the differences in attributes between men and women. So then you can see that that could be probably the reason for which um, there's even some gap, even though... The salary structure is supposed to be the same. Yeah, and, and that's what she explained. So uh, yeah, the, the, the wage is set. Yes, yes. Over there, regardless yes. of whatever man or woman. Yes. However, yes. if you have more time to do more research, that is where you make the more money. Is personal yes. street comes in, and I think I like that point. More then money. going into the um, private um, informer again, the fact that it's fifty-eight point seven, very wide. The, the, the one of the issues um, as it, if affecting that has to do with social um, um, what we call the decent work uh, uh, deficit. So, Prof mentioned about um, a woman, you know, in her working life would marry maternity leave. Now, it's so clear that in the informal sector, where they don't enjoy social security benefit, a woman then would want to take up jobs that will, I mean, that, will, I mean for, that she could be able to do for lesser hours. When that happens, because that woman doesn't enjoy social security, unlike the public sector, she will she, work for less hours. She'll be paid less. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. 
That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Obviously, it will have impact on a salary. But in the case of the public sector, the, the salary is intact. Mm. So you can see already the... the but but, the, but in, in there is actually also the question I asked to you at the beginning, which is how do you address it? The lesson there from the public sector yes. is that the wage is set yes. and it's very objective. It's structured. it's structured. It's very objective. You know when you get into this position, this is what you get. Whatever you're a man or woman. Isn't that what the private, former private The challenge is that in the private former, they may, because of the, the fact that they don't have they don't have the social security, in the private informer, this is the self-employed people who have set up their business, and then they've employed one or two people, they don't have that much extra to do what the public sector is doing. So what happens is that there's something we call the motherhood gap. And this woman takes up this um, job that will pay for less hours to be able to take care of the children. And sometimes they are forced to even take um, family or friends who rented enterprises. So the solution is that there should be, number one, there should be an um, equitable you know, share of uh, family duties between men and women, and then child care and elderly care. Number two, companies should have you know, policies that will work on a flexible working time. And then three, there's a need for uh, companies to have programs that would train, um, as it were, a woman when they go. Globally, it's going to take 131 years to break the gap. In Ghana, how long? Well, I think <laughs> we may have to do some uh, projection. <laughs> if, if the if globally, if it's 131 years in Ghana, what would you guess? I, I, I have no idea. Can we ever bridge this gap? I, I, I don't think so. With, with be, such a, with such a huge more, informal sector. Because we are more heavy on culture as well. Yeah. And that's one of the solutions where, yeah. in, in the cultural setting, yeah. we must so, so your verdict is, women. as far as Ghana is concerned, you don't think we can bridge this gap? No. In fact, can I just add yeah. this? But, but, you know, one second. Indicator, yeah. indicator 5.5.2, which has to do with social SDG indicator, has to do with female share in managerial position. Do you know that, I mean, the data also shows that about less than a quarter, 23.8% of women hold the managerial position. So clearly, if you have a lot of men holding managerial position, obviously mm. this inequality... Let me take a yes or no from Prof. Prof, can we ever break this gap in Ghana? Yeah, I like your submission so far. And I like Senor's submission where he talked about the need for organizations to be intentional with policies. Mm. Because as he said, the case is structural. And if women are then with care rules, and I said they are not climbing, not because they don't have the potential, they have the potential, but these other structural challenges are preventing mm. them. Then we need to, and if you consider that our informal sector is heavy, and that is where the discrepancy is really high, then we really need to work on that. But so is it possible is to bring the gap? It is, though it will take long, but it will take a really, really long time because of the heavy burden in the Yeah, so 131 years, 131 years to break the gap globally. In Ghana? <laughs> Maybe 135 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> work on the informal sector. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Alex thank you also. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.